need to make a disc. Good. Okay. What's new processing? I see. Okay. Yeah. Take please. So I'm assuming we're holding by Lametes. Um, right. Lametes mem. Okay. So Omra. Um, understanding is only possible when you're able to distinguish things. He had said before, Lamit Ches, that you, you, in order, the bad and the darkness in the world exists in order to present to us the good and the light. In other words, we don't understand things just uh, um, you know, as they are without a contrast. Um, you know, a lot of the, somebody tells you a sentence, and, and, and you, the sentence makes sense. But when I say, um, you know, it, people need to check in or whatever it is, and I say, as opposed to what? So until now, people just walk around checking in, people... People uh, didn't bother to do this. You, you always need to ask yourself, in contrast to what? Our eye only sees things when it's in contrast. So something that's totally white, we can't make out. A, a, a camouflage works because there's no contrast. So it's all white. I can't make out the animal that's white when the snow is there and the animal is there and everything's white, 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 white. So he says, um, So understanding something is when you contrast something. Uh, the Maral says, he, 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 he deals with a famous question, why does Masech Shabbos start with Yitzhiya Shabbos, with Yitzhah? I mean, it's, it's, it's not one of the mainstream halachas and so on. And he says, since you understand everything by its contrast, Shabbos and Yantiv are both Shabbosim. What makes Shabbos stand out unique is the is the is the fact that it is asubaytzah. That's the difference Shabbos and Yom Tiv. So, so the Mishnah starts. We identify Shabbos as the Yom Tiv that has asubaytzah. Huh? The morale? I don't know. It's a it's a it's famous morale. He says that the of Shabbos starts with that because that's that's mafkin that between that and Yom Tiv. Even though Hashem is not like that, Hashem doesn't need that. Hashem, Hashem has a different way of thinking. But the term is given for us, and the way our thesis is set up is to understand things by contrast. And therefore, we needed to have Raya in the world so that Tov would come out in the contrast. I'm going to add a lot more than that. Um, the, you said that Akadosh Baruch Hu is um, Baruch Hu needed to sort of cater to our weaknesses and to and to and to give make room for our weaknesses. created the world. In his way, in other words, as the infinite God's infinite world. All of the logical um, frameworks that we have 
for understanding things. Don't apply to Hashem. Before and after. Cause and effect. For us, these are absolutes. HaKadosh Baruch Let's stop and talk about this a little, a, 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 um, a, a little bit. Um, when, when we present limitations on HaKadosh Baruch we know that we can't put limitations that it's too far, it's too heavy, it's too strong. HaKadosh Baruch is above those limitations and we accept those. What's harder to understand is there are structural limitations in our mind. Two things cannot happen simultaneously. There's always a cause and effect. Um, but the, um, the answer is, it's something, but that's, that's only true because we're hardwired like that. Our Kaddish Baruch was not hardwired like that, so it doesn't apply to Kaddish Baruch. I was once in, in, in um, heritage retreats in the West Coast, and there was like a, a, a few days of extraordinary heat. And then it cooled off and it was very, very pleasant. And David Gottlieb came to speak. It just happened to be he was scheduled to speak. And the first thing he said is, you know, I, w- I would like to take credit for the beautiful weather I brought and so on and so forth. You know, it's very, like, you know, the nice weather I brought. And then, and, and I was talking, and one of the things he mentioned in his speech was that sequence is a human item. For us, if A causes B, um, A must precede B, and so on and so forth. So I, so later in the evening, they had some question and answer. That was, so I said, um, Rabbi Gottlieb, first I would like to thank you very much for bringing this beautiful weather. And I said, secondly, being that you explained to us so beautifully that sequential cause and effect, a chronological sequence cause and effect, is Labdafka, why couldn't your coming today have caused the weather three days ago to become nice? Like, why is it totally in, in, in right now? So a lot of these things, a lot of these strictures of, of, you know, it can only be this and that, are ours. Maybe a way of looking at the fact that I know that how they find that on the imperceptible level of physics and things like that. Correct, correct. And to me, it's, 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 it's sort of a dogma. We have a lot of things in, in Chazal. It, it says the Marshal Batlas, Chiyas HaMesim. Say ve'ere dugmas chan ba'olam haza. In other words, most things that Kach Baruch created um, in the future, even though they don't exist today as such, but there's a dogma. And I do think in quantum physics, where you have things happening simultaneously, where they come from the same source, but one is not affecting the other, is 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 reflective of a, the minimal we can learn from it is when I was growing up physics made sense from A to Z or else it wasn't physics there was no such thing as physics that makes sense eventually physics was how to make sense of things around you and everything clicked and the making sense means cause A leads up to effect B and B is caused by A and that's how it is Quant, the modern physics it first and foremost it, it tells you that even things that quote unquote don't make sense are still realities. And and if they're realities, even if they don't quote unquote make sense, that's the Mitzias. And and we have a lot of things like that. Yes. That's a level of reality where the Gunshin was not trying to communicate with Correct. It's it's Be'etzim, the fact you know, it's funny, they talk about it, it's at a very small level, meaning it's Be'etzim not the Khalik of the Bria that's meant for us. 
And and Rechelmusterfest does follow these things. I think it's an amazing. Uh, it is an amazing demonstration of Tzeivah of Tukmosa. Let's see what I say. Vim hoya boyrekach. He says in PM shall call a brias. So you have to pay call a kamaisa. And if a Kaddish Baruch who would have created the world where the laws that run the world are completely um, away from us, nobody can say anything. We wouldn't be able to have said anything about it. It's anything that has to do with Mahal Kaddish Baruch and not Ditfas. And then not understood a person whose mind is limited to, 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 to specific laws, can't understand it. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted we should be able to be toifes part of it. He wanted us to pursue it so because he wanted us to be involved to understand and to and to, and to really get into it that's why Kaddish Baruch Hu created the world that way I, I want to add a point about this um, it, it, the reason why Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted that uh, or I shouldn't say the reason as much as what comes out of that is as follows. Um, closeness is wherever there is um, you know, an interaction with something. Dvekus, a kesher, requires contact. So physical contact is when I hug somebody, that's physical contact of Kirva. Akash Baruch obviously not shy to that. And, and there's nothing in a, in a physical way that, that brings us close to HaKadosh Baruch What has to happen is that our mind, which is the core of self, intersects with HaKadosh Baruch a, a dogma is when a person is dating Almanas to get married, the thing that tends to be a clencher is when you feel you're both on the same page, same wavelength. The, the extraordinary um, development usually is when you feel that the other person understands you so much, you think alike, uh, and so on. That, that, that always gives you the greatest sense of kirva on a pneumistical level. So, Akadosh Baruch Hu's kirva to us Akarish um, Baruch Hu's Kirvatos can only be expressed where our understanding and Tfisa can have a Mokum Achiza in Akarish Baruch Hu's Chachma. So part of Torah is given to us in, in the language that we can be Dovuk to as much as Kabiach Akarish Baruch Hu. So, so, so Akarish Baruch Hu wanted us that Achelik of his Chachma it should be. Now, in, in, a, in a nutshell, this explains the extraordinary mizuk um, of Chok and Mishpah. Let's talk a little bit about this. In the, in the, um, if we ask ourselves, what is... We have two mitzvahs. We have Chok and Mishpah. If you take a look at the, at the world, people who are 
atheists, secular, it's all about mishpat. If it makes sense, if it's reasonable, then, then, then it's good. If it's not, it's not. Religious people, Christians, Muslims, everybody else, it's all about chok. That's the divine will. This is, this is all, all the religious kind of supersedes the rational. And that, that tends to identify it as religious. You don't find a religion that, that has Baba Metzia as part of its profoundly religious texts. And Loba Shemaimi, and whatever Besna over here says, and so on and so forth, all of that is unique to us. The fact that we have in the same Shas, we have Mesechtes Parah, which deals with things that are Chok, and Mesechtes Bametzia, which are almost all Mishpat, that's unique. Um, it, 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 it defies both ends of it. And we understand it that, on the one hand, we need to acknowledge that Kaddish Baruch Hu Be'etzim Atzmusai is above and beyond any type of Havan and Tfisa. Lo that's that's the truth. On the other hand, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to be miskasha to him, and therefore he gave us a part of the Torah that is Mishpat, which means it rests, it sits as well with us um, a, a fundamentally as, as, as HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Could you say that in, in Judaism, the Mishpat helps and reinforce our other religions it takes away. If you need to be convinced, then you don't really have... I mean, this is really the heart of Eila Mishpatim. It says, Eila Mishpatim, Eila is Pasak, Devav is Mechaba. So the question is, well, why make a hole in a patch? Why don't you just leave it alone? You, you told me the Torah starts Eila Mishpatim because Eila is, 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 is Mafsik. And, and we don't want to be Mafsik, so we add a Vav. So let's take the Vav away and the Eila away, and, and, uh, and then we would be in good shape. The answer is, it is distinct, and yet it's part of the same thing. Because we recognize when we're learning about Metziah that it's valid because the Baruch said that this is, the, this is how you should go about setting it up. And what we need to do, what the Baruch wants us to do is to use our mind to the utmost to be aimed on it. Nafkemine is when we come up occasionally that we can't fathom. So we say to ourselves, okay, this is, this is HaKadosh Baruch so what can we do? Correct. Anything that's a svara in a certain realm of of, of, of halacha is is halacha. That's part. You know, it's mishpat applies in, 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 in paraduma. Once I have the basic halachas, learning one from the other is through the process of mishpat, comparing, asking, kalvachomer. Madame Musa Musa, it all emanates from that uh, area of, uh, of Svara. Um, so it says like this: Vaklal Sharotza for Isaac Echel Levon for Echel, Alkein Nasan and Mokas Poynabo, Ola Hovin Lefochas Mat Mizer Moy Kabir. So Gashbrochu gave us this piece of there's there's um, there's a famous medrash that the that the morale brings. Um, that when Akash Baruch Hu gave uh, to Torah to Moshe, the, the Luchas was six Tfachim long, two Tfachim Moshe held on to, two Tfachim Akash Baruch held on, and two Tfachim in the middle. And, and that's what it implies. Two Tfachim are solely Akash Baruch Hu. We have no Tfisa in it whatsoever. Two Tfachim are Kuloi our Tfisa. And there's two Tfachim that's somewhere in the middle. Varayel Adabi says, 
so he says, the etzim meisa brachis, which is the tanas kasha, v'aloi b'mayim echol yecholi boris. What does the kasha? What does the tana want with that? Well, what's what's what is question that that it could be buried with one with one? So what's what's your problem? Like Hashbaru used too many words. What, what's the issue? So the answer is mayim echod means none of none of the of the. Um, what's the right word for it? None of the framework that applies to us needed to have applied before, after, different, segmented. None of that needed to apply. It could have just, the country just said, let it be. And, 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 and I can't speak, everything happens at the same time. So he says, um, the Territ says, I can't speak, who wanted us to be a part of it. And therefore, for us, something that comes without clear definitions is worthless. If I say Hashem created a world, they say, okay, let's say some details. They say, well, in a timeless way, He created an endless world um, where everything came before everything else and everything happens after everything else. I mean, that sounds like what like the, the Buddhist cone, like, you know, just some just to, to puzzle. It means nothing. So, already, the Bracious starts with Bracious. There was a beginning. That's already setting a time frame. Um, and and it, 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 it's very possible. It says Bracious, being it's the first Maima, is, is the root of it all. By Bracious means with sequence. Akkad Shparach created the world to be sequential. And therefore, and therefore um, it, it works. Um, the, the so, how did, what's the pshat and the animation over there according to Maral to give schar to the tzaddik? Right, it allows this allows for schar and onish. If we're not part of it, not, the world of schar and onish is because we're shaykh to the das of schar and onish. It wouldn't work if it was chukim, or it wouldn't work if it was if it was completely mufka from us. It, it, we have to be part of it to something. It, it could work, but here's the pshat: is it, it's a it's a it's it's a deeper point. It's part of the process, and it and it becomes part of the mahalach. I have a question. Yes. It's not really my question, but it's like a, a response that students have sometimes. Sure. Where there's like another level of understanding. So we use the contrast example: like how can we see the good without bad? Right. So they could say, well, God created us to understand the difference between, so he could have created a dimension, like us differently, that we didn't need contrast. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you go to that other level, Correct. there has so, to be a reason. So, so a, few, a few ways to go with it. Whatever it is, we're saying, we're trying to pick out within the context, for instance, let's give an example. Let's say somebody married a particular girl or boy. Looking at the shidduch, we can say, I can understand and see what the person saw in this other person. To me, this, to this, that, whatever it is. Um, I can't say why couldn't he have not chosen something else. It's not something I, I know from this or whatever it is. Looking around the world and seeing what's the most basic structure of Chachma in the world tells me 
that's Hagar's brought one person. Why this, nothing else? No question. In love sight. There's no that, that that doesn't that's one one answer. Another answer is um, the morale makes its point. Could created everybody else to be a god? Kurdishbrocker made everybody god. The answer is no, not because he's limited, but things that are contradictions in definition don't belong. You you can't posit a god either. If I say Kurdishbrocker create a hot cold drink. A control can't create a hot cold drink because the problem with creating a hot cold drink is not that it that that you can or can't. It's by definition you, you can't have a hot cold object. So 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 you basically speak nonsense. It's not a question. Um, a nivra can't be a boring, which means every nivra is limited. The one thing we are not is infinite because by definition we were created. So the only creation can have, have limitations, and once you limit it. You can't think about the whole thing in one shot. You need to have it segmented. Um, let's give an example. Let's say you're very musical. And since you're a little kid, somebody plays something, you hop the tune immediately, and you feel it, and you know exactly what's missing, what's not missing. That's how, that's how you relate to music. I'm not musically gifted, but I really like to understand a little bit. So I ask you, Josh, you know, he's playing this and you look so thrilled and the other guy played yesterday and he, he, you look kind of not comfortable. Why? So first you'll tell me, well, didn't you see? I mean, this is great. This is grating. So I say, no, I don't get it. So you'll think and you'll say, okay, um, let's compare the speed of it. Let's compare which note he hit at which time. I, I, have, a, I have a grandson, Avi, who must be seven years old. He's, he's extraordinarily gifted musically and he loves drums. He, 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 I mean, he, he just beats out any, anything. He did professionally. He was once on stage and got up and he took over. He was amazing in that way. So I, I was once, so I don't know, my son was sitting in the this, and he instinctively was, was kind of playing drums, you know, it wasn't with Shabbos, it was playing drums, but it was kind of going. So I said to Avi, like, how do you know that you're supposed to do three times this and then once this? How do you figure it out? <laughs> so he looked at him and says, don't you get it? It goes, it, 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 it's obvious. It, it's, so, so the answer is no. You're going to have to explain to me in, in a way, in, in my type of language, which is just give me like, okay, if, if the tune has the following beat to it, then the drum accompaniment has to have the following. And give, me, give me that. So, so here also, we are nivroim, and therefore we are limited. That's by definition. A Kaddish Baruch Hu needs to, to, to um, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, for, for the nivroim to understand the borei, they need to understand it as nivroim, not as a borei. Because the whole because they're because that's the way because they're never because by being a nivra means being a nivra means there was a time that I wasn't and then there was a cause and then I was you don't go from being a, a, a non-existent to existent just stam there has to be some sort of process Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the all-existent no beginning no end no cause so that's a whole different that's that's why he's a bore. 
because I'm in the sequence. Huh? Because I'm in the sequence. Yes. I am. I am a creature of sequence, just like a computer will never, ever, ever, ever be able to think creatively because. We might invent something creatively, but then, then it's not going to be a computer. A computer works with a program. So, so a program is a, 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 um, a, a, a cause and effect, and it's not creative. It's logically bound. As soon as you fed it the first piece of information, the answer's there already, automatically. And it doesn't have the freedom to give an answer. It wants answer, unless it's broken. But, but if it's if, if, if a computer by which is something that runs by program, there's no two ways about it. So the, 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 the program triple is, is, means that it's bound. Humans seem to have a very different type of brain, and even though the scientists try very hard to somehow fix it, fit into it, I mean, one, of the, one of the things that makes research of the mind so difficult is, in your hand, I can tell you, or not me, but a, 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 a doctor can tell you exactly what each piece does and what will happen if I take that piece out. So if, if I take out this piece of bone or cartilage, I'll tell you exactly what's missing. I'll tell you exactly what's not going to work and which muscle I, I, I should lengthen. It's mechanical. No, no tricks about it. The brain is very not like that. There are certain regions that tend to be this way, but when they get damaged, another region picks it up. So, so, is, 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 so, so how does the brain work? Is there special tissue that deals with math problems, a special tissue that deals with taking care of your boss when he's obnoxious, a special tissue that deals with music? I don't know. It doesn't seem that way. There's nothing certainly... Not, so it does seem to work in a different way. So he says... Um, Variety of my sabrations starts with Chiluk Zmanim and Seder. Veloa Kobasach is all my mechshech on the boros. Ome atich on la hafkin behold police with a meem. Vikos came to the same, Kolasugim Abina Potim Kolasayan To be honest, Kabbalah, which purports to teach us about a Kaddish Baruch who's Hanhagis, is a very, very, very structured limut. In other words, Kabbalah takes it. Kabbalah um, tells me that I can give categories and units and causes and effects. It's very complex, but, but what makes Kabbalah understandable is that I've been able to take a Kachbokus on Haggis from the realm of this is what Kachbokus wants to it, there are, there are Mahalchim. And I can understand. I can understand much of what happens through his mahal. Okay, um, it's good. I think we'll hold it here. So, in a certain sense, the the, the Ramchal comes back again, and he says this in many places. And this is him. What we're trying to do is being that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Put into the Bria a Seder Hadvarim. What we learn, we as humans can only learn Seder Hadvarim. The Chanoisah is by definition unteachable and unlearnable. Any Hanhaga that comes from the Chanoisah She'achon, is not um, understandable to us. Um, I, I, I want to add, maybe we'll add one point to this word Asher. You know, when 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 Moshe Rabbeinu asked certain things, 
once the Kaddish Baruch answering him, it's it's uh, it's um, you know there's nothing there. So the the, the Rambam Morinavuchim when he speaks about Erkasha Erke, that that Moshe Rabbeinu told my name is Erkasha Erke. The Rambam says an extraordinary havana. The word Asher in Hebrew, it's a preposition. It's a word that connects two words. It connects them in a way where I see one as being the result or the example or the branch of the other. I ask, for instance, who's that guy standing there? He's the person that or who was there yesterday. So the word asher ties, so the person who's there yesterday is the known quantity. I see the guy sta- a guy standing here and he's unknown and I peg him. So I say, who asher diber? This is what he spoke before. The before is a known, and this is a hemshech of it. So the word asher makes one item be a hemshech of the other item. That's what it means. So he says, when Moshe Rabbeinu asked him, what kind of God are you? He could have, like he says, You all know that in Mitzrayim there was somebody rooting for you and really doing great things. This is the God, Asher. But when they asked for the core definition, he said, Eke Asher Eke. I am because I am. There is, you, you, my core definition is the one who does not need a reason, cause, or, or is not an example of anything, or a branch of anything, or a hemshah of anything. That's what it is, exactly. Yeah. Separate question, just um, dealing with. Um, Dealing with Bria um, Sa'ulam and, and Parsha Barashas over there, when I teach to students or comes up, um, I feel like the Mahalach I'd like to take, and I want to know if everybody thinks it's a good Mahalach and, and how we would go about it, is that the Torah is not trying to, what I understand is the Torah is not trying to tell us, you know, scientifically how we got here. That's not the Kabbalah right. of the Torah. It's, right. But what is it trying to tell us? So I was a little bit here, but what? Okay, so a few things. First of all, that it was created. Secondly, that it's there's division. In other words, each day means they're compartmentalized, and each one has its own mahalach and function, so on and so forth. Also, that that there are reasons why there's a certain hierarchy. And we can learn a lot why it's listed as as you cover my coming first and, and this coming second. We can extrapolate a lot of conceptual material. But, um, even the Ramban says that the, the, the parasha as, is, is totally impossible to understand scientifically. Just doesn't. There's no information there. So, so you know, it's but it, but it is telling me different things. There's a reason why on the fourth day it's Shemesh Reach. It's a reason why the primary the primary being of Shemesh Reach is. To make mo'adim, as opposed to make light. Um, there's a reason why um, th- there's a division between al-yayim tachtoinim, the concept of al-yayim, the concept of all, all of that, there's a reason why man is at the very end of creation. All of these sketch a very accurate picture of the mohus of creation. 
but but it's, it's not the scientific conceptual models of creation. See, the fact that people, a lot of people ask the question, how could uh, we have light before the sun? But everybody says that the Torah is making this point that the sun and the moon. Well, well first thing the is light. light. The sun is only an example of light. I mean, that's obvious to us. Light is photons, so it doesn't need the sun in any way, in, in any way, shape, or form. So, so the fact that the light is in a very concentrated form, and and uh, could have made some central light bulb in the universe, uh, and maybe that was the, the or then Akadosh focused it, and it's totally in Shemeshurah. Correct. And you know, yes. It's, why was light the first thing created? All of these are things that. Um, we certainly can learn a lot from the from the Mahalachat. To get into a conversation with somebody, like, how does this explain what happened? Does really feel like that the best model is to go to the Rambam, which is nobody ever said that this is trying to explain. It is. It's. It, it all. The, 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 we can do certain things that there is a creator that we believe firmly. No, evolu- evolution, in the sense that it could happen by itself, is absolutely wrong. Everything is because that if, if it was true that it happened by itself, then the, then then we owe our Kaddish Baruch Hu nothing, and, and that's sort of basically very clear. It's by Yoyma, by Daba, and so on. But could it help me understand all the scientific process happened? Then? No, not 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 the Pshat and Torah. And that was never the Kavan. Never Kavan either. It's not, it sounds like, I say, Rashi says, The term is Kavan is to be Megala, the Rebbeinishel's Chelek uh, Nebriah. And, uh, okay. Okay, I got two, two lines. What was that going on? So, I mean, uh, Rachel happened to have mentioned a little bit about this. Have you ever, have you ever, know what a TED Talk is, right? Ted, I know there's such a thing, yeah. So there's a very famous,